Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Today's story shows you how great it is to have a pet and how sad it can be when a pet disappears. While Jenny and her friend Natalie search for clues about what happened to Butterscotch, Jenny learns some important lessons about forgiveness. Chapter 9. Going Fishing With that, Jenny whirled around and pushed her way through the people crowded around to watch the pet show. She walked as fast as she could until she bumped headfirst into someone. Oomph, the man groaned. Jenny? Jenny looked up slowly. It was her father, and by the look on his face, Jenny could tell that he'd heard what she had said to Tevin. Hi, Dad, she said softly. She tried to smile, but it felt as if her face might crack, so she gave up. Jenny, what just happened here? Dad asked, as he took her arm and led her away from all the people. They walked over to where he'd parked his car, and he leaned up against the fender. Okay, tell me what's going on. Who is that with Dee Dee? And why did you treat him so badly? Because it's his fault, Jenny burst out before she could help herself. It's all his fault that Butterscotch disappeared. If it wasn't for his nasty dog, Butterscotch would be here right now, and we'd be taking home the blue ribbon. You should have seen her, Dad. I had her coat so shiny, and I spent an entire week studying everything there is to know about cats. Ask me a question, any question. Dad held up his hands. Whoa, slow down. First of all, I realize how disappointed you must be, Jenny, and how sad you are that Butterscotch is gone, but do you think that the way you're acting would make Jesus happy? Jenny was silent for a moment. Of course not, she thought. Jesus would never have said that to Tevin. Jesus would have been friendly and happy. He would have introduced Natalie to Dee Dee and Tevin. Then maybe they would have all watched the pet show together. No, Jenny said slowly, her eyes studying the pavement. No, I don't think the way I'm acting would make Jesus happy. Jenny, Daddy said, you need to forgive Tevin. Jenny looked up, her eyes wide in surprise. But, Dad, I already forgave Tevin when he asked me to. Honey, when we forgive someone, we also forget what they did. He took Jenny by the shoulders and turned her around so that she was facing the shoebox go-fish booth. The Bible says that Jesus took our sins and threw them into a big sea. And do you know what? Jenny shook her head. Her father pointed to the little boy trying to get his fishing line to drop over the other side of the counter where Maria waited to attach his prize. He tells us not to go fishing. Jenny looked up at her father. You mean that remembering what Tevin did is like fishing for the sin? Jenny's dad nodded. Exactly. And Jesus doesn't want us to go fishing around with our old sins. He forgets about them, and we should too. Dad bent down and looked in Jenny's eyes. And honey, that's what you need to do with Tevin. I will, Jenny promised. Dad stood up and looked over at the pet show. Look at that, he chuckled. Sammy and Whispers have won the pet show. Why don't you go over and congratulate him, he suggested. And maybe while you're over there, you could apologize to Tevin. Jenny looked over at Sammy, surrounded by people telling him what a good job he'd done. Right next to him was Tevin and Dee Dee. Yes, she decided, that's just what I'll do. Thanks, Dad, Jenny said. I will. The next week in the shoebox, everyone arrived early. They spent the time talking about family day. Did you see Pastor Hill at the dunk tank? Chris asked. He really got wet. As the other kids talked about their favorite parts, Jenny sat quietly in the back. Mrs. Shue came up behind her and laid her hands on Jenny's shoulders. How are you doing today, Jenny? she asked. Not as good as they are, Jenny said. Then she told Mrs. Shue about butterscotch and everything. Your mother mentioned this, Mrs. Shue admitted. But I didn't know that Butterscotch was found and then lost again. I'm sorry. I'm afraid I didn't act much like Jesus this week, Jenny said sadly. Oh, I don't know about that, Mrs. Shue said. 
You are learning how to forgive people's debts or sins against you the way Jesus forgives our debts or sins against him. She smiled brightly. I think you're looking more and more like Jesus every day. Jenny felt herself smile back. It was the first real smile that she could remember smiling since the day Butterscotch disappeared. Thanks, Mrs. Shu, she said. Can I have your attention, everyone? Mrs. Shu asked as she walked to the front. It's time to begin. Before we open this week's lesson, can anyone remember what we learned last week? We learned about the unforgiving servant, Willie said, and about forgiveness. Mrs. Shu nodded. Did anyone give or experience forgiveness this week? Jenny wasn't sure she wanted to talk about Tevin and Butterscotch. Sammy spoke up first. I did, he said softly. Jenny leaned forward so that she could hear every word he said. Sammy looked around the shoebox. You know that my cat Whispers and I won a blue ribbon at the family day pet show. Well, I put it in a special box and set it on the kitchen table. My grandfather didn't know it was in there, and he threw it away by accident. Jenny gasped. He threw away the beautiful blue ribbon? Jenny thought about the bare space on her own wall at home. I know how Sammy must feel. Awful. Grandfather asked me to forgive him, Sammy continued. At first I didn't feel as if I could, but he didn't mean to throw the ribbon away. It was an accident. I told Grandfather that I forgave him, but I was still angry with him. Then I said a prayer to Jesus to take the angry feeling away and help me to really forgive Grandfather as the king forgave the servant. Sammy looked around the room. And he did. That made Jenny think hard, especially about Tevin. I need to do what Sammy did, she decided. Dear Jesus, she prayed silently, please help me to feel real forgiveness toward Tevin, even though he tried to take Butterscotch away. Amen. When their lesson was over, Jenny sat in her chair thinking, What if I took one of my blue hair ribbons, maybe that really pretty one I found in the garage, and a gold belt buckle, and made a blue ribbon? Maybe with a little glue and some help from Mom, it would be nice enough to give to Sammy to replace his lost one. The more she thought about it, the more excited she got. Won't Sammy be surprised? As Jenny searched for the ribbon at home that night, she packed up the last of Butterscotch's old battered toys into a cardboard box and carried them to the hall closet. If I put them in here, they will be less likely to remind me of Butterscotch. Maybe I should throw them away. What if, someday, I decide to get a kitten? A kitten would probably enjoy playing with the toys as much as Butterscotch had. Jenny held the box above her head and strained to reach the top shelf of the closet. Before she managed to push it up there, she heard a strange sound. It sounded like, meow. Jenny shook her head fiercely. It's bad enough that I dream about Butterscotch all the time. Now I'm starting to hear her, too. She walked back into her room. Blam! Something hit the screen on her window, like a rock. you have heard today is a chapter of the shoebox kids book three jenny's catnapped cat written by celeste perino walker edited and created by jerry d thomas and used with permission from the pacific press publishing association if you're interested in any other books published by the seventh day adventist church please visit adventistbookcenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955 This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.